And we're back again after, believe it or not, it's been about three weeks, I believe, since that we last podcast. Um, I think so I believe last, the last time we did hockey, hockey, is, yes, sorry, yes, last podcast, we did podcast hockey. last night, yes, as you can check that out mm-hmm. on Spotify, on our, Apple yep. Music, I believe, yep, under Whitmer Quake Podcast. And now it doesn't seem right because the name is Whitmer Quake Podcast, but Underachievers is right there too. Um, there I, I need to get on that. I know I'm slacking, I need to change. Come on, Whitman. You're, you're underachieving. It's it's nothing. It's in new. my DNA. <laughs> that, that's what you know. That's exactly what I was looking for. It's like there's a way I want to phrase it in your DNA. You took the words right out of my mouth. Yeah. But, uh, but you, you can see check the hockey that one background. Out. You yes. see the pod, WQ mm-hmm. podcast. You see the hockey stick. It's time to pl- uh, talk some playoff hockey. We got yes. some Colorado Avalanche. You want to talk about? We got the Carolina Hurricanes. We got Dougie Hamilton. We got the Flyers to talk about. We got the NHL awards to talk about. A lot in a kind of small, um, you know, episode today. Yes, but still a lot to talk about. Mm-hmm. Obviously, since we haven't talked since even before the first round ended, um, <laughs> that's really bad. We, we I think we can start that. this off because it was weeks ago. Now, um, we did have a friendly wager going in yeah, uh, to these playoffs. Yeah. I knew I wanted to forget something, and this is it. Yeah, and unfortunately for Jeff, it was. I mean, good thing I didn't have Winnipeg going farther than I did. Yeah, I did actually. On one, on the other <laughs> one, um, in your funsies bracket. Yes, I did. Um, but I did have Winnipeg winning in both black brackets. I had. Um, I had nice. them beating uh, Edmonton. I just can't yeah. trust them in the playoffs. Um, I will. I will kind of get into that too because there's other teams that kind of want to talk about that we weren't able to in the last couple of weeks in terms of yeah. teams that were just eliminated in playoffs in general. Uh, but yes, I was right in that series, quick series. Uh, what was it? A sweep, I believe. Um, yeah. Oh, you know, you know what I could do? I, I could get you like a broom to go along with that shirt. W- would you like that? <laughs> it's not gonna. It's not as fun as the the Colorado Avalanche one. Um, and I thought you were dumb mentioning that. You, you told me you're. Dumb. It is. It's going to the rafters. It's retired. Damn it! All right, Nashville, calm down there. Waste of good rafter spot. I know. Damn. I know. All anyway, I have, but I all do I have over here is a hockey one. stick and a uh, my diploma is hanging up. There you go. I do owe him officially one Connor Hellbuck jersey. Yes, because that is pretty much what Winnipeg was able to do, what they were able to do. And really, yeah. rather, they're not the same team they were a couple of years ago where they were actually a good team. They've fallen right. off. They still have a good offense. They still have a very good offense, aren't. especially with they... Luke Dubois now. They have a yes. very good offense. Yes. Well, um, I and I assume they're going to resign him, but we'll see what happens. But he's an RFA, so more than likely yes. Um, but their defense isn't. Rights. Their defense isn't great. You can't. The, the, uh, not of any year where it's not going to happen. It's going to be this offseason. No. Uh, their Literally, defense the isn't only great. Reason they and end the, up, yeah doing so well is Connor Hellbuck. Connor Hellbuck to me is still top three net miners in the league. And to me, underrated because when he plays in Winnipeg and nobody really talks that much about Winnipeg. You're not wrong at all. Cause top three goalies, easily Vasilevsky, Hellebuck. Who's your third goalie? Carey Price? Tuka. Tu- no, okay, Tuka, yeah. I, I think you could argue between Price I've, and Tuka. Yeah, I've... Tuka's in the past couple of years, I kind of... And people fail to realize that. I also throw another name out there, Mark Andre Fleury. He is back in that discussion for me. He really is, honestly. I'll put it this way: I hate saying this, 
I don't mind slash I kind of enjoy Flower in Vegas because he's mm-hmm. not playing for Pittsburgh. The well, only yeah. reason I, I actually enjoy it's for the same reason why everyone liked Maxime Talbot or Yager when he went to Philadelphia. Well, because I was no longer in a pen. Yeah. And he wasn't on a, he wasn't in a yeah, but, but no, I will say when when Vegas first got Flurry in that expansion draft, everyone thought he was done. He's yeah. still going strong. I'll be honest. He's I believe he's, both, he's up for the business. Both members year. of this podcast also probably had that thought too that he's he was done. He wasn't the same goaltender. Just about, was, I'll put it this way: if he wasn't done, then I honestly thought he only had one good year. Sorry, not even good. One year in him left. Period. Maybe at most, absolutely two. Not like seven thousand. And when including a Vesna winning season, even though the Penguins they lost in the first round, but they did make it to the playoffs again. They kind of, I know you're going to get rid of Flurry because he's older and you want to get younger netminders yeah. and their chances, but look at their situation that night. Netminder was. They lost it, it, essentially because situation Tristan nowhere. It just imploded from the inside. Yeah, and and these players in general, Tristan Jari, man, ah, uh, those are some rough games. I'm sorry, dude. Not really. I, Jari, I love you, but, buddy. You're, I think you're freaking awesome. I always love you, but ooh, yeah, what are you doing, man? It, it's some awful. You should see the comments online. People are calling for him left and right like we gave up flurry we gave up murray for this are you kidding i mean me? let's not yeah. go on on, on murray too because he was also now er, injuries have also played a role in that but he's also True. a guy that's kind of but the ironic well. thing is uh during but i get their i got their I, thought process yeah. too on that because no, no, I, there's two I, netminders I them and I, smith 100 supported the idea in the first place as, yeah because I, I i watched them you know, every home exactly. game I was there. And I, I literally, the Smith and Jari, they, so, so for the um, NHL, they had the William and Jennings Award for, I believe it's it's essentially, um, I, I, I want to say that's what it is. Is that or that or the, uh, it has to be Jennings Award, yes. where it's like the goalies. It's both goalies. It's both goalies who allow the fewest goals mm-hmm. in general. That version of that trophy for the AHL, the um, was those two the duo of Jari and DeSmith mm-hmm. they won it that year because they were freaking lights out it was incredible watching them and now it's like oh whoopsie yeah we might need another another starter i will still always... give him a leash he's young i'm not going oh, for sure yeah. that was and his goalies goalies they take had... I guess last year in the bubble, he also was in the playoffs. He was. Honestly, yeah. I would give him another shot. Yeah, if he's... not, you have Casey, Casey Smith, and I think he's a valuable backup, I guess potentially starter now, because Smith has the best hand in all of this right now. If Jari does great, he's a backup. That's fine. If Jari does poor, Smith is now your starter. No, it's going to be annoying me, annoying me if it does. You know who their GM is now? Our good buddy, uh, Ron Hextall. Ronnie. If he tries to steal one of our uh, prospects, goalie prospects, we are burning Utica to the ground. <laughs> <laughs> no, we're not doing that. But so help me God. <laughs> oh, God. You know what's um, happening. We didn't do oh, it at all last night. Yeah. No, Maybe one, once or I, twice. That was the, but, I guarantee you the first podcast, we did not make a single... Yes. You know what? 
we we made one reference. You made something. one reference. I did. Yes, you did. There was what one was little it? thing. Um, oh no, it was when you were getting off and made the reference. When you're getting off, I thought Zoom. no, I could have sworn you made a reference while we were recording. I might have. I forget. I don't have that great a memory Whatever. to go that well, far back. <laughs> anyways, you're, back you're to talk- hockey. Look, look who you're talking to. Yeah, but anyways, back to hockey. Um, Jeff, even though there's only one game, you still have your stat head. Let's not. I that. always gotta add the stat head. Um, this one kills me to start off. Cole Caulfield, guy's first career Stanley Cup playoff goal. And why is that, Jeffrey? Because the Flyers can have him twice. I love Cam York to death. I always – you could have just got another first-round pick and got both of them. But you tra- you've also traded back, and you still could have gotten them. That, that's my point. You could have yeah. got him twice. Mm-hmm. Come on, Chuck. I support the idea of Cam York, but you could have had Cole Caulfield. Yes. That one, I guarantee he's going to butt the Flyers in the ass. Mm-hmm. And right, you would anyway. have had J.J. Watt watching your games. <laughs> he's a big Cole Maybe Caulfield fan. Maybe him to Philadelphia. Yeah, he's a big, yeah, he's a big Cole Caulfield fan. Yeah. J.J. Uh, Shea Theodore, though, he led the way with two points and goal and assist. But I will say the assist of the game, it came on uh, Alec Martinez's goal. I, I'm drawing a blank already on who it was that passed to him. They had a, an incredible fake, I think it was like a fake wrist shot, where it was right-handed defenseman. He did a fake wrist shot, and then immediately a pass over to Martinez for a wide open, essentially empty net goal. It was such an incredible fake shot. And it was, it like, was Theodore. It, it was Theodore. That, that was his assist. There you go. Bingo. Yahtzee. Uh, being a Theodore had um, he's such a remarkable player. I don't and here's my thing is I think he's very underrated because I do too. People, like the only reason you know he's good is if one you watch doc, uh, hockey as close as we do, or you're a Vegas fan. Like yep, either way. Either way, yeah. But other than that, people are like hey, who's she Theodore? You know, but uh it, and that's yeah. Yeah, and that is one thing I've have said many times that uh, and obviously I don't think it's going to happen again with Seattle with their expansion, but the amount of guys they were able to get and Shea Theater was one of them. I did like him when he was in Anaheim. Yeah, I actually I for once did not know much about Shea Theodore, but the more I kept watching like his highlights is like ooh, yeah. ooh, ooh, they got a good one. Yeah, they um we got to talk about when it gets closer we got to talk about Seattle versus Vegas and the expansion Josh because I will say this till the end of time Seattle is going to have the better hand coming out they will. for stars. I, I think, think they, they will. will. I think teams are too wary of how good Vegas is right from the start but and where no, they are that's now. That's my thing, though, really quick. Some t- some teams, they had their hands tied. They don't have a choice. True. A lot of it in terms of cap and that reason, not really well, having that much of a... That's what I'm saying. Up. That's yeah, going to screw saying. teams over, and that's going to give easy pickings for Seattle. I'm so we'll get to that and a little later. Yeah, when, we'll, I, we'll, when I we'll talk about Carolina, I kind of want Yeah, Riley Smith, he had two assists in that game. Marc-Andre Fleury, 28 saves, 29 so- uh, shots, 0.966 save percentage. Carey Price, he did look sharp, mm-hmm. but he let it's in so weird. Goals. They didn't start in the first game fucking uh, Leonard for some reason. For some reason, you just start Robin Leonard. 
<laughs> and game one where you got destroyed by Colorado. Genius. Which I got oh. the thought process there and the thought that it's going to no, be a long I, series I and you want to try to get, you know, something going, but yeah. still, and it, I mean, but <laughs> good for you and closing out that series, but yeah. Um, anyway, so Shea Theodore opened the scoring for Vegas. Alex Martinez, Alex Martinez got the second goal. Cole Caulfield got his first career uh, single play of club, make it two to one. Vegas ran away with it. Mateus Yamark and Nick Holden adding on goals there. Uh, it's a one nothing series lead. That was the season season series opener for the semifinals, aka the conference finals. But because it's an East versus West team uh, matchup, it is the semifinals. Yes. Um, game two is tomorrow, nine p.m. That's not as bad. I guess. Yeah, that's still um, annoying. I, I wish it, it was is annoying. Uh, this but for is some reason, it's only me. when they're in, it's only when they're in Vegas, which makes sense because the other games are going to be in Montreal. But yeah, still, but this one annoys it, me. An eight o'clock start between the Islanders and Tampa Bay tonight. Why eight p.m. tonight? Why not seven? I don't know. Eastern teams. I think when it anyway, gets later, they like that prime time, like eight o'clock kind of spot. Why not seven thirty? I don't know. I don't anyway, know, man, I'm not Gary Bettman. I'm not doing this. Bettman, you suck. Well, yeah. Uh, anyway, the Islanders shockingly beat the uh, the Bolts two to one in the uh, opening game, but I'm not it's a that long, surprised. Long by series. I, I'm not. I'm not. Although, I'm not, I'm not light, terribly shocked. I, I just I expected a better game from Tampa Bay. So did I. I, I did too. That, that's why I'm putting it. I thought my only thought was I thought both these teams, Vegas and Tampa Bay. Um, we're going to struggle first game because one, they're playing teams they haven't played in over a year, and two, not only that, but they've had uh, rest. More so Tampa Bay than Vegas, but oh yeah, sorry, you're saying the teams they faced. Sorry, yes, yes, um, yeah, and I thought even though Tampa Bay eliminated the Islanders last year in the bubble, mm-hmm. I thought because the Islanders to me are sim were similar in the fact of that of the Blue Jackets, and we know how much of a headache the Blue Jackets were for the Lightning for the past few years. Yeah. So the the annoying thing there that, that was the only thing there was like okay I could see them maybe taking game one, but I I still see the Lightning. The Lightning are too good. They're just too good. Well, they are. I'm also. Did you see? Did you see points goal? <laughs> that, the hands. The hands this kid oh, has, oh, oh. man. Dude, you, you, brain point, you gotta wash his hands, dude. You, he had like oh. two guys on him, too. And he just, <laughs> whoop, oh, okay. He, he's, he's a cheat code. He's, he's an, ever since literally, even his rookie year, just watching him play, it's just, it's, mm-hmm. it's ridiculous. I, it is. You gotta hand it to Tampa Bay scouting. They, it is, Especially Stevie, why? Because you know, this is during they dropped him when he was still the GM, I, I, I believe. Yes. Um, and where did he find? Where did they find these guys? I don't it, know. It, it's like there's some sort of you know, you know magical garden. They're picking like you know everything. It's like oh, you don't mind if I do. Oh, no one else. Oh, Chicago. Oh, nice to see you guys. And mm-hmm. they get unbelievable prospects too out of nowhere. Mm-hmm. And then it's like, oh, you you can have that side. We'll take this side. No one else wants to join us. That's fine. It, it, it can just be us. It's yeah. fine. Who cares? Mm-hmm. They pick them out of freaking nowhere. It's like sixth, seventh round or sixth round. Several years ago, they got Andre Pilat. 
Yep. Okay. No, there it, will be a headache. I have a feeling the guy coming out of Tampa Bay for expansion, just keeping that expansion talk going, is probably going to be Tyler Johnson. That's just it's my thought. gotta be Johnson because I think he's still a good player. He is a good player. Um, they just don't I, have that much cap. So yeah, I, a good I player. Believe it or not, to keep Alex Gilorn. that that not. would be a big name to watch um, for mm-hmm. Tampa Bay because I I don't know who they would lose. I, if I had a guess, probably Tyler Johnson, but they would they they're going to do twice. a lot to keep Alex Gilorn. They, they, they want to make sure they can do anything because. He's a good, good power forward, and he can actually put up like 30-plus points. There were 40-plus points probably. Seattle is getting a good player out of Tampa Bay, no matter what. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, they're <laughs> 17 mil over the cap. They're, they're a team that is, uh, yeah, they're going to lose someone good. And of course there was one to, player it's who... A good player, but for them, it's like, oh, okay. We'll yeah, be fine. It's fine. We'll be fine. Who cares? You know, uh, they um, there was a player uh, who was projected to get picked by Seattle and, and Joe Smith's athletic, um, you know, pick for the expansion draft. He actually got traded to Anaheim earlier this year, Volkov. Um, so that yeah. pick's now gone. Now someone else is projected to get mm-hmm. chosen by Seattle. But we'll so get think, I think Vegas is going to have an easier time in Montreal than. Tampa Bay will with the Islanders. Oh, I think sure. both teams will end up coming out of this and will actually have an actual Stanley Cup final versus Stanley East Cup, versus West. Which is I'm well, excited for. Well, well oh, that, and two, it's, versus East versus, it's actually going to be East versus West. Yeah, but I, I think Vegas will come out. I, I think both series will go to six. But I, I think they'll come out on top. I think Vegas is going to go five, but I, I could, I could very see Tampa Bay going five. six. Yeah. Um, I I would love for Tampa and Vegas to meet in the final. That would be an unbelievable matchup. I'll the say atmosphere this, of Vegas. Did you see the yes, atmosphere of Vegas? That that's oh, where oh. that's what I was just about to go to. If there's any team, and I've probably mentioned this many times, uh, that actually has a home ice advantage, um, it's the Golden Knights because just. Look at the crowd. Every t- every game, it's not even just playoff games; it's season games. All the time, they're just so loud, so uh, uh, into the game and everything. And everyone, yes. when they first came into the league, or people first were going to go to Vegas, oh, they're just going to be fair weather fans. It's only going to be people that are betting that's going to care about these games. There was like five thousand people who sold out season tickets in like five ten minutes. I know, and now, and I saw this question that was or on a not a question, but it was uh, the Vegas some Vegas Twitter page, and it showed like a video of fans leaving the game clincher, game six against Colorado, and the and everyone was going crazy, and that's the caption was, "Vegas will soon be the best spot fans in sports," which I agree with because if they can go that crazy for hockey. Yeah. Can you imagine when football eventually gets their fans in there and everything? Even though the yeah, Raiders aren't. Yeah, I think they, they have an extremely passionate fan base. Now, one one thing I, I will talk about this really quickly um, that kind of, in a way, downplays the, the you know, I'll, I'll say they're extremely passionate. I don't say that they will be the best fan base. They're very passionate. But unfortunately, that passion can get in the way of becoming illegitimately 
legitimately great fan base as well. Unfortunately, there was a video that went viral where there was some Colorado fans, you know, watching the end of the game. They had a Colorado flag and the Vegas fans, they snatched the flag, ran up the steps with it. And I get it. You're celebrating. Fans but just, also, fans are just assholes in general. And, you know, drunk idiots and whatnot. I, I, I hate it. And it's like, look, your team won. Glow all you want, but it's like, come on. I dude, did. Someone, I did. Yeah, <laughs> I know you did. But no, but it's like, come on. By the end of the day, it's like, really? It's like, we're all human beings. You know, it's just like, don't be a prick. Don't, don't yeah. take someone's flag just because your team won and be a, a mm-hmm. jerk about it. It's like, come on. You're better than Turkey that. Jerk face. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> no, no, that's I Carolina. Think, <laughs> yes. But I'll say this it's going to be very, it's very similar if it's even possible that Vegas is at the moment, slightly louder than Nashville's crowd. Oh, Both I think they are. I think they are. They're, they're out oh, of oh, doubt, oh. home ice advantage in terms of noise and being able to like hear anything. A thousand percent. We talked about, um, we talked right. to our good buddy, Pete Weber about that too. Yes. Uh, back when they went on their cup run, but still in that sense of uh, just the headphones and everything was helping in terms of, I should listen hearing themselves talk because it was so loud outside of that. I, I don't even think he would probably be able to hear himself think. I know. And especially in those two places. Those are the two places, especially in hockey. I'd say home I would love to witness a huge Vegas game. I would love to go. So would I. Uh, but yeah, that's just, it's just crazy. And obviously every plan base has their type of, rowdiness and getting in there yeah. philadelphia does boston does new york does we all know that we all know the yeah. la's and chicago's and the big ones we all know that but there's these little markets little markets as in small market teams that no one really thinks about even Tampa Bay throwing there too because it's a florida team playing hockey um even though their fan base might not be great during the year because it's some it's florida not many people are going to go to it but when it comes to it they're pretty passionate down in Tampa Bay. Yeah. Uh, no, Carolina, very, when they get down to it, they're pretty passionate. They're, the they, they can be extremely passionate. Winnipeg, it's a smaller venue, but still they're very rowdy in their arena. Yes. Absolutely. Uh, let's transition a little bit yes. uh, real quick. Got the NHL awards. Uh, we're only going to go over the major ones. Starting with the heart, here are the finalists. Nathan McKinnon, Austin Matthews, and Connor McDavid. And Carter Hart. It's got to go, McDavid. Like I think it's gonna go. Got to go to Carter Hart. Ah, oh, Carter Hart, man. You know, he, mm-hmm. it just fits. <laughs> I love how sarcastic you are. You just so nonchalant. Like, hey, it's Carter Hart. It's fine. It's fine. Yeah, but it's uh, gotta but yeah, be. It, it, it's gotta it's be unanimous. Connor McDavid over hundred. He was on games. That's some Gretzky. Shit that's right what there. I was gonna say. He was on a Gretzky level. Point production like level straight up. This. If that was a regular season, mm-hmm. he would have had like 125, 130 points at least. I will, don't worry. Eventually, I will get to the McKinnon McDavid debate. Yes, I'll eventually, get there a little bit. Um, but Just yeah, you that, wait. I do think it's going to be McDavid. Um, this Even is an I, interesting I don't think, one. I don't think they really like giving back to back awards or for in short years to the same person, but you got to give it to McDavid. You have to. There's no chance it goes to anyone else. I love Nathan McKinnon. I like watching Austin Matthews. He had a hell of a season himself. No they doubt. They're ar- they, they arguably, arguably, you could make the argument that they're probably the three best players in hockey right now. You could. You can make that argument. Yeah. 
but no doubt MVP. The MVP uh, unfortunately, the to, we yeah, didn't MVP. get that, which I think everyone was really hoping for, which was the McDavid Matthews playoff. Yeah, the only chance awesome. you would get that is if they meet in the cup finals. Yeah, but th- that, that would be pretty cool. Uh, this is a very interesting one. The Norris. Now, there's one name that's no surprise, Victor Hyman. There's two others. Kale McCarr, who had a remarkable season, who mm-hmm. I thought was very well deserving. This last one, I actually didn't think of it until within the last few weeks of like, you know what? He's Adam a Fox. Little, Adam Fox. He's a finalist for the Norris. I get it. I get it. I get it. Which the is weird like, because really? normally when they but, do these awards, it's given to teams that guys made it to the playoffs. So for you think. that's normally what it is when they're yeah, the yeah, finalists, they're yeah. in the, the playoffs, but he's one that's not. And I think not didn't make it. Yeah, unfortunately, I think because of that he's probably third. I think it's. I, I think, think it will so. go to Headman. I don't know who it's going to go to. I would can make like it, to see good. I could actually I make I a solid case. McCarr, it's not going to be Adam Fox, but I can give Adam Fox this and his for his uh, reasoning. One, for Victor Hedman, you had to go up against Carolina. They're difficult, yeah. Florida, they're okay. They're up and coming. Dallas sucked this year. Obviously, COVID-related injuries kept from that. Didn't, yep, yep. Columbus, their division wasn't that difficult outside of those teams that made the playoffs. You can make the argument for it. And Carolina mainly, but also Florida because both of them finished above them. Um, yep. Cam McCarr, great year. But we just had to deal with Dale for with Vegas. And Minnesota. Minnesota's up and coming. They're good. St. Louis is okay. They took Vegas to seven. That's they did. Hard they to did. Do. They did something that Colorado couldn't do. To be fair, I did actually pick Vegas in both my brackets to beat Colorado. Yes, you did. In my heart, I wanted Colorado. Mm-hmm. On the bracket, I picked Vegas. Yes. Leave your heart for love. Make your business. <laughs> Yeah. Use your mind, your brain for business. <laughs> uh, the next two, I really want to go uh, over. But anyways, but oh, yeah, even that out. division, that division is even less in terms of competition. But for Adam Fox, everyone, I think, was in the same thought that the East was the hardest division to predict. Obviously, they're a team that just missed out Always on the playoffs. Is. But because of that, look at the workload he had to put up there. He had to go up against Crosby, yeah. Ovechkin, Drew and the Flyers, uh, all those guys. Yeah. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, it was a very tough division, uh, and it's going to be for so that's the, several that's, years. That could be my case for. Fox. Yeah. he's not going to get um, it, but that I, could be I don't think he'll win it. But the fact yeah. that the fact that he's even a finalist that yeah. says a lot. It does. There's one game alone that really turned heads and said, "Oh my God, this kid could be a finalist for the Norris against the Flyers." On one sequence, he made like four blocks in a, in a row. It was unreal. Um, Anyways, yes, next one. There's that. Uh, next one should be easy. The Vesna, Andre Vasilevsky, Colt Grubauer, and Mark Andre Fleury. That's there's funny. no way Grubauer wins it. Like, how in the world is he even? I I didn't think he had that good of a season. Clearly, he did somehow, but mm. he didn't even look that great in the playoffs, in my opinion. That's weird. It's almost <laughs> like that's the reason why I didn't think Colorado was going to go that far. That's weird. <laughs> that's weird. Man, Whitmer with the zingers. That's so weird. <laughs> 
You're terrible. I love it. I'll defend anyway. The Colorado fans that listen to this, I'll defend your team in a little bit. There you go. It's going to be weird to say for me, but I'll defend your team in a sense. I'll get to it, but first yeah. let's get through these awards. But by the way, I must say the picture that they chose for Flurry for the finals, like the headshot, mm-hmm. it's the goofiest looking picture you'll ever see. Is it? Like it? It's not a good look. It, it, it's his like little. It, it's I guess this is his goatee. He's like looking off in the corner. He's like this weird. Oh, that's grin. <laughs> yeah, it's it's not a good look. Yeah. NHL.com, he did flurry dirty, man. Mm-hmm. Uh, Vasilevsky, he has strong gear, but it's got to go to flurry. He was lights out and still is for Vegas. He's he's dominant. I will say this: this if Vegas, hypothetical, obviously, if Vegas does win at this point, who do you think is their MVP? Flurry or uh, Stone? That, that's a that's tough, a tough one. It's a very tough one. It's 50-50. It, at the get, moment, it is. 50, it depends on who 50. does better in these next two rounds. It, it really does. Because Stone, as you mentioned, he shut down Nathan McKinnon, the second best player yes, in the world. Yes, he did. That's I'll, get, I'll get to that in a second, too. Uh, anyway, my pick is Flurry. Yeah. I imagine yours is the same. Yes, this is. one, it shouldn't be a surprise either. However, a lot of great choices. Jason Robertson, Alex... Um, Oh, shoot. I, I never announced his name and I forget. The words are hard. Nadalkovich. 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 I was like, did it, did it, did Kaprizov is clearly the winner of this one. Jason Robertson, though. I hate my life. You know, let's just end it here. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, God. It's only Tuesday. I know, right? Uh, But, yeah, I I think it's got to be Kaprizov. It's Kaprizov. Although he's not technically a rookie, he's a rookie in the NHL standards. So um, he he killed it this year. He was lights out. But in the playoffs, I was – he was pretty – cold in playoffs and had his moments here Again, and there, but we just mentioned a guy or we're about to mention him when we get to the Selkie, which was a Selkie finalist and stone the ability for him to shut down players. Yeah. So unfortunately um, he is still young. He's a rookie. So that's just going to happen. Yeah, it, it really is. Uh, but let's get to that Selkie. Uh, you mentioned him, Mark Stan, the captain of the Vegas Golden Knights. Alexander Barkov, great option there. And as always, every freaking year, Patrice Bergeron. I really hope it's not Bergeron. Honestly, I'm keeping Bergeron because I can make the argument every year he's the best two way def- yeah. forward. So obviously, he's going to be a finalist, but yeah. he shouldn't win every year. He no. just shouldn't because everyone knows that he is, but he shouldn't have to win it every year. <laughs> he, he's ruining all the fun. He is. Um, I, I I think it's Stone. If not, it I, I think uh, it's going to be Stone. It's I would be... hope it's Stone. Uh, it's it's going to be Stone if not Bergeron. But the way I'm pre- my my bold prediction, Bergeron is finishing third in Selkie voting this year. That's my bold prediction, sir. You think Barkov's second? That's my guess. Yeah. See, I think Barkov, if he has another great year, he'll probably get it. But I think this year it's going to be that, oh, he's a finalist. So he's being recognized. It's right. going to be that next year if he do, can, repeats it and with a full X-Lad, I think he will be able to. Yeah. 
Um, now so, it's going to be a little harder to schedule because the schedule does go back to normal, but yeah. he gets, still has that ability too. But I do believe it's going to be either Stone or yeah. uh, Bergeron. I agree. But I think it's um, let's see here. Uh, Jack Adams, you have Rod Brindamore, Dean Evanson, Evason uh, for Minnesota, and Joel Quenville for Florida. I love Rod the Bod, but I got to give it to Evason, how you pronounce his name. He uh, did some work in Minnesota there. He did. I, this is hard. This is, a this hard is not an easy choice. No, they're all, all legitimate good. contenders. Yeah. But we're biased. We love Brenda Moore, but he did a remarkable job with Carolina yet again. I'll just say this in his defense, even though it's a season uh, voting and it was done during the season or whatever for it. Yep. Um, Brenda Moore did go farther. So I think he it's going to be, I think it's going to be Brenda Moore who gets it. I think it's going to be Brendan Moore, the dude from Minnesota. I forgot his name already. And then Quinville will be third. <laughs> the dude from Minnesota. Oh, Lord. I love it. <laughs> Gosh. All right. Um, let me check. Uh, one of the last ones is also, the Ted. Yep. This is a very important one in terms this of your, if you're uh, superstitious or not. Um, you know who won the president's trophy? Sorry, I'm taking another shot. Um, it was the uh, Colorado, Colorado Avalanche. Avalanche on the last game of the season. He's had hey, it's working out well for Vegas. They're like, oh, good thing we didn't win yes. that thing. So if you if you believe in the President's Trophy curse, which which Jeff does, um, you know, well, you know what? Of- I just thought of that. Why the hell? Actually, you know, this is one of the first years where I actually had Colorado losing in second round. But usually I pick them to go to far, go far. <laughs> I'm glad I did not this year. I didn't even think about it. I was like, if oh, you really think on. about it, that matchup is really the conference final for the West. It is 100. percent But no, it was funny. It's West, funny you mentioned so. that because I did not, for the first time ever, give that any thought. I was like, oh, President's Trophy curse. They're going to lose. It's I didn't Vegas really versus Colorado. I, I thought it was the other like, when you're Vegas talking about is the, Colorado. Oh, the yeah, they, they obviously the better cold thing. Not, I didn't even think about it until this second you mentioned. Oh, also, if you really think about the president's trophy curse, president's trophy curse, say that three times fast. Um, <laughs> uh, many of those teams don't get out of the first round. No, Colorado did. So in that sense, that's a win. Right is there. but right, same time. yeah, they still lost. <laughs> yeah. Um. You have the Ted Lindsay, Crosby, Matthews, and McDavid for the most outstanding player. Usually, in the last several years, anytime someone's won the heart, they usually win the Ted Lindsay Award. Mm-hmm. It kind of goes hand in hand. Yes, it does. So it's also got to be a McDavid. Um, last but not least, I'm going to mention this because Oscar is it? it's an important one. Oscar Lindblom is a finalist for the Master 10 Trophy, along with Matt Dumba and Patrick Marley for dedication to hockey. If it's not Oscar Lindblom, we riot. Was it Oscar last year, too? I don't know. He he might have. um, It was him and Bobby Ryan, I think. Mm -hmm. And Bobby Ryan won. And Bobby Ryan won. But Oscar's got to win this year. I could see it. It's probably going to be him and then Dumba. Dumba. That's my thought. Come and Dumba. Better be Oscar. (laughs) Otherwise, you burn Utica to the ground. Again. Hey, we got to get all of our office puns in. Mm Mm-hmm. All right. Um, we got some stink bombs in here or real bombs. 
No, we're not making we're robots. Come on, we'll be so badass. We can drive around with that in my trunk. <laughs> I love it. All righty. You ready to talk some avalanche? Yeah. So they, uh, they're getting themselves believe it or not, in the pickle, lost. my friend. Believe it or not. <laughs> I did Believe not it or not, know that. they lost and six, which I thought for sure after those first, especially after game one. Um, and then when they went up two, I'm like, Colorado's taking it. Colorado's going to take it. They're going to go in and I think they're going to win it all. But then suddenly Vegas showed up and they were just the better team. They generally were. They sh- Stone did a tremendous job in shutting down Mc, uh, McKinnon and Believe it or not, you're about to say McDavid, aren't you? No. Oh, okay. No, no, no. no. This is the way he said Mick. I was like, I don't know. It sounds like he's going to say McDavid. But no, you're right, though. He he absolutely shut down. I almost said there. Uh, McKinnon. Um, he did, mm-hmm. you know, although McKinnon, you know, had a still pretty sharp series. He like, yeah. He, he, put up, was, he put up, you're not going to shut him down in the sense of, He's not going to put up any points, but in terms right. of shutting up it, it down, it's going to be like what happened with McDavid and Drysdale against um, Winnipeg, Winnipeg. Like they no. were nowhere to be seen. Exactly. But or even even though he's done the playoffs, Barzell was a little cold in that first round for the Islanders. He was. Um, real quick, but, Colorado oh. only has three picks this year: a first, a third, and a seventh. They don't care. They're a team that's not going to. There, if there's one team, two teams that I can think of offhand. Yeah, there's a two, two, uh, two teams offhand that I can think of that don't care about their draft picks. Colorado, Colorado, and because a lot of their their core is still young. Yes. So there's no real. There's obviously there's a reason to just so you can just keep having guys come up and up. Um, but yeah, first up before I even get to the cap issues, which you're going to have, Josek is going to have a headache with. I think because I and I think it's actually a good comparison. I think Colorado is going to be good for obviously they're going to be good for a while mm-hmm. uh, if they haven't been already. Um, I can see them being like Tampa Bay or even Washington before them, even even though they were a little more struggling just to get out of the first round. I know you're talking um, about, yep. But for the last, for me at least, the last let's say for argument's sake, like eight plus years, I thought Tampa Bay was on paper the best team. Yes. I think eight, eight solid eight years because this is going back to before when Vasilevsky was the backup and Bishop was a starter. Yeah. This is 2013. Like the the lockout short season. Yeah. I thought they were one of the best teams on paper then. And for the longest time they struggled just, Obviously, they lost that round. They they kept losing playoffs rounds here and here. There and was recently, uh, 2014. Then they lost to Montreal. Mm-hmm. They got swept by them. I think. I think they did. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and then the next year, 2015, was when they completely broke out with the triplets line. The run of the Cup final. Vasilevsky he yes. shined. He kept them in that series. He did, but they unfortunately lost to the Penguins. Right? No. Yes. Maybe. No. Sir? 2015? They went to the cup final. They did? They lost to Chicago. Besides, you can't have two Eastern teams in the cup final. Unless it's this year. Sorry. 
I thought you said, I thought for some reason I heard 15. I was thinking 17 with the Penguins. And ah, they, I got you. They did lose to the Penguins in the conference finals in yes. seven. No, no they I'm sorry. To, to the, they Cavs, lost, the Cavs. They lost the rounds the round before because yeah. the Penguins, their centers were so close to beating in game seven to Don't Penguins. remind me. Yes. And then shit went downhill with Ottawa. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But anyway, since then go they've back had to their struggles in the playoffs. Yes. It's not so much, and even Edmonton has this issue too. But that's just getting in, just getting into the playoffs and winning around. Their problem is like the Lightning's problem, or even the Penguins' Cattles problem. But they had their struggles for a bit, uh, and that that it's what is that next step that's going to take you to to get to that next round. And even though on paper, you're the best team hockey and the on hockey and baseball to me, the best team doesn't always win on paper. No, no. The Dodgers just won out of the, this past year. And I thought they were the same thing past couple Literally, of years. They've the been best the team best paper. team for the last like eight years. It seems. Same thing. And still they just won. And that was the same to lightning in the bubble. They just won in the bubble. And they've been the best team for, Exactly. So for the Colorado standpoint, I could see them having similar come up coming up. I know. Yeah, no, I think this year they really want to go for missing some pieces. That's why they got yeah, that's why they got Sal. They wanted to get more depth in there just because they're like amazing. He did, yes, because they know the headache that they're gonna come into and getting having to deal with McCarr and um Mandiscog. But so I, I'll tell you right I away. do think at some point they will get to the cup finals. I just the only I'd team, that's, the only team now, that's standing in their way the and doing that in the West is Vegas. Vegas. I, I say two years from now they get to yeah. the cup final. I could see it. I think next year to go in the conference final, they'll probably lose to Vegas if they don't face him by then already. Mm-hmm. And then the following year they'll get over that hump and go to the yeah. cup final. I don't think they'll win. Depends on who they play, but I'm not going to crap on McKinnon either. But in the McKinnon versus McDavid debate, everyone talks about McDavid not going far in the playoffs. I don't know how far McDavid McKinnon. I feel like has only gone to what maybe second round a couple times. Yeah, that's it. I don't think he's really been to the third round. So no, and and, and he had a, a great response to this. This one reporter, I don't know who this clown is, but he asked one of the worst questions you could ever ask. Not only that, but he dropped the F bomb in those questions. Like, are you trying to be professional or not, dude? Like, come on. Are you angry about this loss? <laughs> yeah, right. It's like, who's more angry? You or the player? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, you know, and, and, uh, it's, sorry, it was in that same press conference, though, but, uh, the, the different word, my apologies, but just sign note, the guy's a clown. Um, the, uh, the one reporter, was talking about you know McKinnon and everything and and uh, you know asking a question and he goes you know I've been here for what eight nine years I haven't won shit it's the hard truth but it's the truth he gave a flat out honest answer it really is like that's unfortunate he's like, what we've been saying second best player in the league right now he hasn't he unfortunately won than, anything he can't do more than what he already can he's already he's gone. doing everything he can he's on a line with ronson and 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 it's uh, not even and the reason why and it's a phenomenal line Mm -hmm. but you can't win hockey you can't win the stanley cup with just one line you need an entire team yeah that's why they have it that's why there's they've been starting to get depth in more recent years and and they pretty much have a team yeah maybe get rid of cadre 
But oh yeah, uh, th- that's a great. I, I really, gee, that, that's I know because I feel idea. like if you you know Kage was an asshole in those previous series, he's also costing you four point five mil. Yes, and got that's spend, not worth I believe. It. Jeff, was it eight? Kind of eight. Poc- or uh, podcast suspensions. I love eight podcasts. Eight game suspensions for Nazem Kadri for being an asshole. Yes, sir. And realistically speaking, on paper, you need to be in that lineup when you're playing Vegas. You need Not everyone. only that. This is Kadri's third playoffs, I think, in almost a row. Where Wait, sorry. Done, th- not in a row, three, but... Three, three out of the four last. Because yes. he did the two the years in a row with Toronto. Yeah. Last year he was squeaky clean for once. Mm-hmm. Then this year again. So three of the last four years, and he's boy, got suspended. And he's not, yes, and it's not he's his not fault. That good. It wasn't his. He sucks. It wasn't a completely his fault, but he would. They may have made your odds slightly better because he would have. Been, it would have been in the sense that he. I I get the value he brings in the sense that a team like at Vegas or. Tampa Bay, like if you hit him around much, much times, maybe they'll back kind, down. Kind of like, kind of like a, a Marshawn, where he's just a nuisance on the ice. Yes. Uh, so I get that in that sense, but dude, come on, man, you gotta stop doing these in the playoffs. Yeah, you, you cost you cost the light the Leafs a couple times, and not that you cost the Avalanche because they're going up against the best. But team still, in the his West, presence but. though, he's very pesky in the ice. I will give him that. In he can draw penalties just as great sure. as he can give them out. Mm-hmm. Um, but also that takes the attention away from the, some of the other players where it's like, we got to worry about him. Cause when he, there's a couple of times early in the season where he actually thought he was pretty effic- efficient. He is when he's on top of his game. He is, he's actually a decent to good player. Yeah. And because he, he can that, draw can... penalties. He can score, but yeah. he doesn't have, he literally, he has his head, head hanging on by thread because, you know, he's like, oh, I can play hockey for 0.2 seconds. Oh, there's a guy. I'm going right. to slash him. I'm going to elbow him. I'm going to knee him. I'm going to do this, that, and the other. Yes. So, now, if I, now, going to their cap situation, we yes. talked about this when we did So, we're at the back. Brandon um, thought he's current, he costs you five mil right now. You can easily cut that in half. And it, I guarantee you, he'll take a team-friendly deal. He'll go for half that because maybe. he's not worth five mil. He's not. not even close. At most, keyword most, three mil. That still saves you a solid two mil right there. Um, you know, for other things. Uh Gabriel Landeskog, he's making five and a half mil. I don't know what's gonna happen. I am thinking they're gonna lose him to free agency. Obviously, I don't think they would want to, but they had to I sign guess, a kid named Kim Carr. Yes, they do. Who is, as we just mentioned, a Norris finalist. And you yeah, and, many uh, of the times, if you're a Norris finalist, you now have that on your resume. So when you go into the negotiating yeah. table, you're like, hey, I was Norris finalist. So pay up a little more. This is his what second, second year. Second year, technically. Yeah. He was a finalist for uh, rookie of the year last year. Yeah. And now Norris this year. Yeah, and he's yeah, still young, which that, means he's still going to be he's 22. Improving. He's 22. Yeah. And that's just the issue that the Avalanche are going to face. So I, I'm pretty. Yes or now, no? Does Landis Gog walk? Yes or no? I think he will just because they won't be able to afford him. If they, if I yes. think it's between uh, 
either keeping Landeskog or saying goodbye, Sod. I think that's what it's going to come down to. They're both and 28. Let's be honest. I think that you were actually going to consider resigning Sod because he's made a case for himself. He did, and it's not like it's unknown. We knew that back from his Blackhawks days when he was winning the Cups, when he won yeah. the Cups with the Blackhawks, the two he won. He's a solid depth player. Now, mm-hmm. I think if you, depending on who you have on him, he didn't do anything in Columbus, and he, everyone's like, oh, why Why would you trade Pinnair for Sod and everything, this and that? Actually, well, actually, <laughs> out of the last couple of years, uh, his best numbers were actually in Columbus. Really? Yeah. That's and I'm not both 15, uh, 16, 16, 17, he put up 53 points. Uh okay, this, hello with quiet 53 points. Yeah. And then what? his first year back in Chicago, 35 points in 82 games. Next year, 47 points in 80 games. Obviously, last year, um, with the shortened season, 58 games, 33 game, 33 points. This year with Colorado, 24 points in 44 games. I mean, still. In terms of depth, that's great. But do you really, that's the only a, thing that I would say that would be costly in getting rid of your captain and Landeskog is if you get rid of them, you lose that line. But depending on, and also, you lose a number one center right there. You do. So, or hold on. No, it's McKinnon. Yeah. Uh, no, no, McKinnon is technically the center. I, I lied. Well, if you're looking but, at Cap, look, if you're looking at Cap friendly, yeah. they both list them at center. Some wings, right? But off. Uh, you you can have Landis guy at center. But regardless, though, you lose a, a top a first line player. Exactly. Um, but I. Ugh. It's yeah, a headache. I, don't know. I know it's a general it's headache a that Joe Sack is going to have to deal with. Yeah. Could you imagine though? Because at the beginning, if you're going back to last offseason, because if you remember correctly, even though it was significantly less than what he got with Buffalo, uh, and now in Boston, which I believe they're working on a extension for Taylor Hall, if Taylor Hall would have agreed to go to Colorado. Because I think it was on like a one year, like five million dollar deal, something like yeah. that. And he said, nah. Yeah, he had three more million to stink it up in Buffalo. Yep. And then find his game in Boston. But still, if you were in, you know, Colorado, maybe things would have worked out a little better. Yeah. Uh, anyways, that was a quick little look at the just Colorado's headed going forward. One last thing, and then we're probably gonna head off for today's podcast. So the Flyers, um actually not necessarily the Flyers, but um it appears that Carolina has said it was okay for Hamilton to reach out to the other teams. Yes. Um, Which, it makes sense to me. Carolina, out of all the teams that are out there, they are a small market team. I think they're absolutely going to be on a budget. So in terms of getting big contract guys, it's going to be a little difficult. Also, One thing that helps, though, is <laughs> the gift that Montreal gave them uh, the other year by offer shading Sebastian Ajo to a cheap, yeah. cheap deal. So that helps a lot. Um, um, they do have to sign, re-sign Warren Fogel, uh, War, uh, Brock McGinn, and Jordan Martinuk, who are all making $2 million about and change. That's $6 mil right there. 
Uh, Doug Hamilton's 5.75 mil. He's a UFA. You have a couple other UFAs as well, including uh, actually in RFA, this one, Jake Bean, who I think is an essential part of um, that defense there. Uh, so, and, and Morgan all your Geeky, goalies. Yeah. And, and, and all your goalies. Which is this the year where you say, okay, I think we've had enough wow. of Morazic. You got to get rid of Morazic and Reimer. Uh, that's six and a half mil right there. Although you I think Nadelkovic. Nadelkovic, he's up for the rookie, called a rookie of the year. Um, he's he's looking pretty legit right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, so with Dougie Hamilton. Yeah, he didn't play bad in the playoffs either. No. He played he nine didn't. games. Um, with with uh, Dougie Hamilton, though, he's uh, his contract is expiring, and you know, a lot a lot of teams are were saying he would do like a signing trade kind of thing, or we'll see. But we'll uh, one see, of these but teams, the thing is the Flyers. Yeah. But here's the only issue I had. We I have, and Mitch and I talked about this uh, a little while ago, but not that long ago, um, because we were talking about. Uh, just defensemen out there, Seth Jones, mm-hmm. all that, just for a flyer's sake. And we're about to talking about Dougie Hamilton because he's a, obviously a UFA. So the thought there is, oh, you just have to clear cap and hopefully you can sign him because that, he's a UFA. You don't really have to give up that much for him. Right. But the only issue there is I don't know how he feels about big market teams anymore. Because if you remember, he did not enjoy Boston. No, he was not. He's not. A, he's not going to be that type of guy. He's not very much in the spotlight type of person. Right. So he doesn't I really don't like know, that. As and much if as I would if love anyone remembers that here in Philly, the story. I don't know how well he would like it here. Yeah. Also, if you remember the story back in Boston, where I think guys were like making fun of him or something because he wanted to go to a like museum instead of like going to the bars with right like, some teammates. And I, I think he just got like the ru- rubbed the wrong way in Boston. I don't think he's going to hold that against every big market team, no. but that's it. Didn't something. make a first get, a good first impression of Wilson. No. Then again, Boston, people in Boston, they're you know, yeah, it's Boston. Mm-hmm. No, sure, they're we're they're people in but... basketball game. Yeah, yeah. Well, we're not we're not much better in that sense, but still. <laughs> Anywho, uh, would, but no. So for. Uh, Elliot Freeman, so everyone thoughts. He mentioned uh, thought number 15, Philadelphia. Quote, Philadelphia's got a lot of balls in the air. I figured they'd be in on Hamilton, but as mentioned above, he doesn't appear to be their top target. I'm speculating here, but my guesses would include Seth Jones and Matt Dumba, who GM Chuck Fletcher knows very well. This also would be a shocker if they asked the Coyotes by 2019 first-rounder Victor Soderstrom. The Flyers did like him at the draft, and Arizona actually flipped picks with them to move up and take the Swedish defenseman. Now, I was actually really hoping for Soderstrom at the draft. I, I really liked his game. I thought he was good. But in this case, the Flyers do not need a young defenseman like that. You need someone like a Seth Jones, like a Dougie Hamilton, who's going to be a top, not even top four. You need a top two defenseman right now. You need, you at worst, a top four. You, at best, an obviously a top two defenseman. You need Seth Jones or you need Dougie Hamilton. Now, if Carolina does a signing trade, you're going to have to give up more for Dougie Hamilton than you would with Seth Jones. I like Seth Jones a lot. I think he's worth it, but you're going to have to give up a lot more for Dougie Hamilton. Nah, I feel like you're going to have to give up more for Seth Jones. 
I, now, I, I get that too. I could see honestly either because way. I don't if, think there's that much leverage in terms of Carolina in that sense than true Columbus. Than Columbus, because because uh, Jones he has a year left. Here he announced uh, a couple weeks ago he's not resigning in Columbus at the end of next year when the his only issue expires. There is with Seth Jones is the past like two years or so he's kind of you know hasn't played the best. Now there yeah, is some well, speculation. Maybe it's because of Tortorella. Tortorella, I can see that. Which but could be Rose, maybe. So but I think, I think he could so find I his think game Seth again. Jones is worth the price. Uh, I think he is too. The that and he wouldn't be going into like a different situation because he'd pretty much no. be playing with someone who I think is better than Wierenski, but a similar situation where he's playing with a guy yeah. who is very much capable of being a number one, but at the moment he's more of a number one like A or number one B in Provorov. Yep. He's not necessarily at the moment that top uh, line type pair defenseman yet or mm-hmm. that would shut people down he's getting there he's just not quite there yet yes um, we, they just need D in general um, the one guy from Arizona I just I just want someone with uh, experience if it's no I, I, I get that uh, I, I do if too. we say if we even go back to the Nashville where it's Ryan Ellis I'd happily take Ryan Ellis I'd happily I would love take Jan, uh, uh, Ekholm. Ekholm, thank you yes um, I would happily take um, this was also something speculated at the um, trade deadline Josh Manson from uh, he, he's going to be very expensive like, at least he's, a first he's got round two pick. Years. you could argue um, almost two first round picks mm-hmm. around and even what was just mentioned in this one I wouldn't hate Dumba I don't know how I'd feel about Dumba um, my my only thing is I'm kind of tired of uh, Chuck Fletcher going after guys who he has I get that yeah, I, 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 I get what why he's doing it it makes sense. Kind of tired of it though. Yeah, yeah so am I. Um, but you gotta you have to do something. The only issue with you some have of those to. guys are because if you don't go for a top two defenseman, again, at worst, top four defenseman, mm-hmm. Chuck Fletcher's gotta go. He has he unfortunately has not done enough for the Philadelphia Flyers oh, to I'd make also the situation take, better. Um, what's his face from Dallas as well? Oh, John Klingberg. Yes. I love John Klingberg. That dude is now he's another guy that is uh, like Seth Jones. He's worth trading for where you could argue he's easily a top two, especially coming to Philadelphia mm-hmm. instantly top two instantly. The only thing I hope for, or at least in terms of next season, we can obviously get to this and a future podcast just in general is what type of Phil Myers are we going to get? Are we going to get good Phil Myers or are we going to get not so great Phil Myers? I, uh, I don't know. Um, I don't know oh, either. I, I, it's no secret. Everyone had a horrible year in Philly. They but did. They, but, they all need to step it up. For the guys who really struggled, especially like Phil Myers, like Travis Sanders, young guys did. They need to pick it up yeah. big time. I hate to say it. Also, Carter Hart. Unfortunately, Carter Hart. Um, now, a lot of these guys, I've noticed they're actually due for contract. I could have sworn Sandheim re-signed a contract with us. Am I wrong? Because on Cap Friendly, he's saying he's like a year left. I thought he needs a new contract sooner rather than later. 
Yeah, he's, I just, he's just a free agent after this year. I, I'll check the one. Yeah, no, but I didn't we send him to like a three or four year deal? Or who am I thinking of? That, that we, was we signed him. We signed him to a two year deal. Two year deal. So okay, I think that, this is why you were messed up here. Yeah, maybe. Oh no, sorry. The signing date was uh, June twenty fourth of twenty nineteen. So technically, this is the second. Is that long ago. Yeah. I swear we really just re-signed him this past offseason. That is, that's pretty much just last year. That was the last full offseason. <laughs> well, I don't even know anymore. Hard to believe. Get me out of much, here. Yeah, hard to believe that was because the last offseason was like a month long. Oh, my God. I, you know, that, that's, that's exactly what's going on. That's why it feels that way. 100%. 100%. Um, one thing that does surprise me, because uh, the Flyers made some minor signings as well, uh, Felix Sandstrom's back. Yep, German Rubisov. Uh, that's also that's also uh, the amount of goalies that are now good for uh, expansion draft wise too. That's mm. on the roster. Um, not that I think he's going to get taken by Vegas or by yeah. Seattle. Sorry, <laughs> um, but he is now staying on Philadelphia. I wasn't sure if he was going to or not. Also, the Germ. Mm. He is signed another. Oh, yeah, he signed a year one year deal. Yeah, one year deal to stay here. Good boy. And also Linus Sedin as well. Uh, I'm excited to see what uh, Sandine can bring. Uh, yeah. Just because I, I want to give him a legitimate look. Um, uh, so I feel the same way, but with Rupstoff too, because Rupstoff in a way, even though I think a lot of people say he's uh, kind of been a disappointment and I sure sure get that. But also similar to that of a Sam Morin or even a Morgan Frost, he's also kind of been bitten in injury front, and in that yeah. a lot of those have been taking him out. Yeah, no, you're you're right. Because well, we'll see what all happens. I, I'm very intrigued on because his first the year begins. in 2018-19 uh, with the Phantoms in 14 games, he had 10.6 goals, four assists. He was playing really well, and then he got hurt. Yeah. The potential's there, but his window is closing. It is. Unfortunately, it is. Because realistically, he was drafted in 2016. Yeah. So, he was a first-round pick. I know. Yikes. But we can also say that same thing with Noel Patrick, who I believe... <laughs> That's an extreme yikes right now. I love Patrick, but... Extreme yikes, but he's more than likely, but definitely gone this offseason. Especially since I believe he demanded a trade for some reason. There's been mainly a because lot of rumors. Thought, mainly because I think his thought is just to get a fresh slate. And which which makes sense. Which now, makes sense, but also... I don't know. How, and we can also dive into this more next future, podcast. Like, just future podcasts. But, general, yeah. Real quick, what do you think his return would be like? Would it be something kind of small or would it be a decent return? It depends on what that team thinks. If it's what they've seen... And his limited time yeah. in the NHL, maybe two picks, maybe a, a quick third, thought process I here. I could see Detroit going after him. Think about it, Steve Eiserman taking a chance. Yeah, I've heard. And, I've heard them. I've always heard Vegas. Maybe. Oh my! God. Could you imagine if he goes to Vegas, knowing them? And he does. Up. Yeah, just like Marceau and Smith. Oh my God, Marceau. <laughs> Dude, Marshall's all turning into a file gamer. He's ridiculous. Yes. He's stupid good. He is. All right. Well, that's Anyways. pretty much that. Yeah, that's all we got for uh, this week's. It's been a little bit, but we 
finally got back to talking ho- some hockey. All right. Uh, we're getting close to the end of the f- uh, playoffs, which means right around the corner is expansion and then the offseason. So. And those are both in July, not June, July. Keep that in mind, folks. And today, and it's June 15th of the recording yeah. of this podcast as well. So with that, we'll see you on uh, Monday for our next Underachievers. <laughs>